0: Please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. Ooh, with relish.
1: Mm. Oh, this is sloth. Uh, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to Wired Shut.
1: Welcome to Wired Shut. <laughs> slut I don't yeah know.
0: welcome to wide shot i'm your host jesse he's your host logan
1: i'm your host logan he's your host jesse mm. hello again to w- all my friends
0: at the time you're listening to this it could be um february it could be uh a little bit later in february but um we- we're here just doing another episode just you know could
1: be the uh, 2069
0: <laughs> nice um, um, we are our own soundboard. We don't have hosts. We're just a what? couple. Of, we're just a couple of soundboards. To me that's probably Sounding the best description of this gone. podcast so far. It's just two soundboards soundboarding off of each other.
1: Yeah, because
0: <laughs> they two can't afford a soundboard. Being
1: soundboards for each other's ideas.
0: Uh, God, um, Uncut I watched Gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah.
1: So, Uncut Gems is the, um. You know, like, what do you call that? Like a a sort of a sinner's downfall movies? You know, things like Blow. um,
0: Where it's just a piece of shit of a human being trying to do piece of shit human being things.
1: And they, like, really win for a bit and then shit hits the fan and their life falls apart.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, those those
1: kind of Scorsese arc movies where it's like you're a piece of shit that starts... You at least kind of like that piece of shit at the start of the movie,
0: like Blow and and it um, sort
1: of arcs in it. And um, the the more recent one, with The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, guy. I was gonna
0: say Wolf of Wall Street, Blow, Bad Lieutenant. Uh, yeah, all those uh, kind of. I want to say Donnie Brasco, likeable, but cheeky shit.
1: <laughs> um, Donnie Brasco, not so much. He's an undercover cop, just skirting the line, so he's arguably a good guy throughout, and I think he makes it out alive. Yeah, Without all I all I really remember. Himself?
0: All I remember is a lot of lot of leather jackets, and yeah. uh, meetings down by man, the eh?
1: Donnie Brasco. That's a real. <laughs> Al Pacino! Yeah, he's story. a real
0: man. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> based. It's <a> <laughs> based on a real man. That, na- that 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 name's main. isn't
1: it Johnny Depp? Not, or is it Al yeah. Pacino?
0: Al Pacino and Johnny Depp and Donny Brasco.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. so. Yeah, I, I'm going to call that like a Sinner's Downfall type archetype movie.
0: Cool. We'll find the so actual definition. So this is definition. basically that. The show notes. Yep.
1: But he's never likable. Okay. And he falls the entire time, gets a win, and then it all gets fucked up and it's over.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And it's it's like the punch... It, it's punch drunk love levels of like anxious... Um,
0: sensory overload yes oh.
1: it has a weird synthwave soundtrack that is intentionally too loud for the scenes it's in
0: is it hyper saturated like a michael bay film it's,
1: yeah um yeah, it is it is like a weird kind of almost 90s hyper saturated where like there's sort of almost washed out 80s colors mixed with like a new york green gray
0: and people are quite jittery and moving about, but the camera's just tight enough that it's very hard to concentrate on how they're moving because.
1: Yes, and everyone's uh, shouting and fuck is every single, every second word. It's, it's a lot like um, phone booth levels of just jarringly.
0: In your face. Yeah. You
1: how know, phone booth is just like shots of Colin Farrell, like pushed up against a piece of glass yeah. with people swearing at him through a piece of glass.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is.
1: This like, movie has a surprising amount of literally that.
0: Basically, this is New York. There's no room. Yeah, get just, out of my way. Fuck you. I'm in your face. We just got to get stuff done because it's New York. Just get out of my way. You're in my face. Yeah. 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 For two hours. Just cool.
1: Heavy, loud. Everything's stressful. He doesn't achieve things in life. He somehow digs himself into deeper holes for no... It's, it's a real short slice of life film. Yeah. And... I, I really wanted it to be like a tour de force type deal of, um, as cliche as that is, of, um, I keep going to say Eddie Griffin, but Adam Sandler.
0: <laughs> Adam Sandler suddenly out of nowhere with this Eddie Griffin level of energy about him. Yeah. Yeah. Cracker. <laughs> Undercover brother.
1: Uh, <laughs> a- Adam Sandler, I kept, because exp- that's how everyone's talking about the movie, but you were never really given an in into Understanding who or why he is the way he is, and I'm not really sure. Like, the plot doesn't allow you to.
0: So, it just chops the ends off of what this character is meant to be and just throws this character in your face for a short period of time.
1: Honestly, like, shit happens at you. Yeah. You don't really get. Like, you, 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 ultimately, for whatever reason, maybe just because he's the main character, you want him to succeed. But in every single part of his piece of, li- of his life you're shown, he's either a piece of shit or a loser. Mm, mm. Um, not that necessarily all characters have to be redeemable, but it is hard to find value to this one way or the other. So you don't hate him and want him to fail, but you also don't like him and want him to succeed. You kind of want him to succeed just because that's probably better off.
0: But you want... Maybe it's not so much that you don't
1: don't know him. You don't know why he makes the decisions that he does. Mm. Part of that, I think I credit to, you see, I'm trying to, now I'm trying to say Eddie Murphy Mm. instead of Adam Sandler. Um, Part of that, I chalk up to Adam Sandler's acting capabilities, Mm. which is, this is Adam Sandler with like fake teeth to make him look more sort of clichédly dewy, basically. Mm. Um, and he's also wearing like transitions lenses glasses throughout almost the entire movie, so you can barely see his eyes even in most of the interior shots. It, just,
0: it makes him look like bubbles from uh, Trailer Park Boys, like they yeah, make him so we, big and glassy yeah, that you can't actually see his eyes.
1: Yeah, and you, he comes off as pathetic, but every so often you just get a bit of a. This is just an Adam Sandler skit character coming through.
0: Yeah. Is it, um, could, does it feel like, like you could it don't to punch for a,
1: a better? I I don't think that a true actor would have elevated this movie.
0: It would have just been the same sort of irritating.
1: It's, it was still just, I, I don't know. I didn't, it's not even, I think, it, like I will watch a movie and not like it and still be able to tell it's good, but it doesn't mean I like it. Mm hmm. This movie was kind of like I'm not sure I understood what I was supposed to take in, out, or away from it.
0: So um, it's, so it's not as good as Don't Mess With The Zohan?
1: No, I fucking love Don't Mess It's a good Zohan. movie. It's a great movie. <laughs>
0: it's like...
1: It's, it's like the... Somehow he done no really decent movies and ages and then that came out and it was just great
0: yeah and it was just like this technically should have been probably a movie that starred sasha baron cohen but i'm still happy that it 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 happened at me
1: isn't it have you ever seen you've seen sasha baron cohen talk about like he he comes off as a real like serious man yeah yeah that really talks about his craft to put him next to adam sandler who does not take himself seriously, but does yeah. almost the exact same thing. Yeah. And would never talk up his own abilities. He'd always be self deprecating and just sort of shrug him Schmuckersh- off yeah. camera.
0: Whereas Sasha Baron but Cohen is more of a. On
1: paper. Yeah. They... Aside from Sasha Baron Cohen's, like, Committing doing his to risky bit. shit, yeah. like, uh, the America show, um, they. Yeah, they they are on paper almost the same thing. Yet one of them does not. I don't. One of them seems very serious and very actorly, and the other one is nothing. Well, it's
0: because cool. Sacha Baron Cohen reminds um, actors and other performers of Peter Sellers, who was like the pinnacle of that sort of character. Yeah, acting um, style and. His commitment to the bit is unwavering, like you can tell. Oh, I don't know. With Sacha Baron Cohen, you feel like de- despite the cam, like in spite of the cameras being there, he's in character. Whereas with Adam Sandley, you no, know, as soon as the cameras cut, he's back to himself. Mm. He's just done. It's just he's doing. Uh, he's doing a goofy bit. Or well, that's what it feels yeah. like anyway. But with him, you know, and you, but, and I, maybe it's just because he set himself up so well with. Um, the Ali G show and the Borat um, movie. That when you watch him, despite in spite of whatever kind of character he's playing, you're like, yeah, I believe he believes he's this character and he won't break no matter what. You can't make him yeah. laugh. You can't make him like shake his head and um, lose control. But I mean, it's all still framed and perfectly uh, uh, engineered. So you give him more of a benefit of the doubt because of what we've seen him do well. Hmm. Um,
1: yeah, I right think because
0: um, you you Because know, you learn different... I mean, it, it goes hand in hand with the sorts of stories that come out about him working on those movies where he'll trick regular people into believing that he's a real person. And yeah. he'll go the Which, distance to make a very small scene. He
1: never looks like he doesn't have prosthetics on. No, that's what so I don't get. Yeah. that is entirely acting. Like the, the prosthetics there's about like a 65% to 75% belief in his prosthetics. And the rest is just that he is so convincing and so vaguely off-putting mm. that you don't call him on it from fear of being wrong. Mm. Uh, I think that that little like 10, 15% of what's going on is that crucial place where he sort of holds people. And that's what's so gripping about what he does. Mm. Mm.
0: He, like, he may be doing outlandish characters and doing things, but it's nothing that you'd never expect to see, that you wouldn't expect to see out of a regular human who's done that to themselves, put, put yeah. themselves in a also, stupid grey suit with a stupid mustache. Also, he exclusively or
1: relies on, yeah, he, he, like, exclusively relies on uptight old white people, not... Yeah.
0: not understanding not, what a... Not
1: yeah. never Never breaking politeness in questioning <laughs> yeah, it.
0: That's a good point, actually. Um, because a camera's pointing at them, they're not allowed to... Um,
1: Destroy, uh, like, do all, social faux pas.
0: They're not allowed to treat this person like a stereotype, even though they're being del- like delivered to them on a silver platter like a stereotype to push their buttons, and they can't quite work out if they're allowed to call that out or not. Yeah. Just in case, because they are being filmed, so they have to... <laughs>
1: Just they're on
0: the side of caution just in case that it is a real person and they call them a piece of shit or <laughs> or um, a clown or something and it's just a genuine human being that they're talking to and who just happens to be ridiculous yeah yeah
1: i mean and we've all met ridiculous human beings before
0: yeah but like yeah, yeah you have but you don't you don't tend to give them the time of day well you try yeah. not to because they're so ridiculous you like, i don't want to spend time with you as a person because you just you're weird
1: and also having recently spent time near like a well a national celebrity i can i've seen a lot of people that will like you get a lot of people that will they won't question that person to their face
0: yeah the, the and
1: I wonder if that's the same sort of effect where somebody can have a commanding enough presence or like... Well, yeah, I suppose that's the, the other part of it, isn't it?
0: Enough, yeah. If yeah, somebody that pretends just, like they're to be there, you're just going to assume they can be.
1: Yeah, because I guarantee if he left the room for any stretch of time, which usually I think they sort of film that and you see it's true. Yeah. The people in the room kind of go...
0: The fuck what is happening? the fuck is yeah. he
1: doing? And then he walk back into the room and they'll all become super proper and polite again. Mm-hmm. It's just like a weird social pressure thing. It's like, um, have you seen? I mean, I'm sure it's in the original one as well, but the girl with the dragon tattoo English language remake.
0: Yes, the one with Daniel Craig. When,
1: when um, Stellan Skarsgård does his his um little monologue on like people would rather die than be not be polite. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm clearly I'm clearly going to hurt you but for some reason you will still quite happily stay in my house and talk to me and try and pretend nothing is wrong because deep down you're so like much of a terrified societal sheep that you want to you would rather like potentially be at risk than be cast out of the tribe. Yeah. like, the the human nature will actually force people to go against their better judgment in order to not offend others because they don't want to deal with social rejection. Yeah,
0: they don't want to be the social pariah, um, especially in the face of somebody who, for all intents and purposes, should be the social pariah based on your own perceived um, notion of the things around you. But if you're wrong, the consequences are you'll be cast out and... um, the person you consider to be the outcast will be welcomed with open arms, if not more, just in spite of how you behave. Or well, that's the fear that you build up inside of yourself um, to put yourself in that little... Um, yeah, into that little social box. And yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's Have our show. You, no. Did
1: you ever start... There was a. I thought that was a good rounded conversation for yeah. us. Normally, we just sort of peter out. I
0: know. It's, um,
1: we came to a conclusion.
0: Might even put a bit of an ad break in there. Who's to say? Well, We've got nothing to sell. No one wants to sell their to we ads. <laughs> well, we can. We, we, we can. We can advertise the other show within the show. No, I don't know no. why that turned into a Seinfeld, but but we can do that.
1: I cut the parts out of their show where you can hear me in the background go, Wordshot! shot. <laughs>
0: Of course, you were trying to disrupt them.
1: I was um, the, I was the um, producer Jamie guy. I even had to, like, pull things up on a laptop to show them while they were talking about them.
0: Oh, no, it's so you are the chef, Kevin. You're not yeah, allowed yeah. to talk. Don't get on mic. Stay off mic. You're not allowed on mic.
1: Definitely... <laughs> uh Kevin. Is, uh, what will we do yeah. with you? <laughs> um... So you know how I was raving about The Outsider recently?
0: The Outsider, yeah, oh, the Jason Bateman.
1: The like, Jason Bateman, Stephen the five King. minutes. Ben Mendelssohn.
0: Uh, yes.
1: Um, wow, is that kind of going downhill?
0: Oh, uh, did it under the dome itself?
1: No, it's it's not that the show is going to shit, but it's it's really focused on. Like the least interesting parts of itself right now, is that to flesh out the world for really characters it comes or back from that? Well, it's it's so that I mean the the conceit of the show was like actual law enforcement trying to get a crime solved and coming to grips with the fact that there was no plausible explanation. Right, but as time's gone on, it's kind of just become like all the main, all the people you thought were the main characters sit around in their hometown and do nothing while a, like, I don't know. Asperger's a private detective, like tries to uncover more truths, but ultimately is just coming to grips with the fact that, all roads are pointing towards some sort of um, supernatural creature. And it's weird that the supernaturality of it... Like, I'm more interested in it because it's supernatural and not natural. Mm. But the supernatural nature of it seems to be
0: secondary ruining to what the,
1: the, well, it seems to be ruining the value of it being a detective story
0: uh, it's um watering so down like, the actual detective work um and the journey and the the psychological or probably the mental exercise and trying to, to do what they need to do because at the end of the day they can just sweepingly go oh no spooky ghost no, it's yeah, but, mm, and, sorry. and <laughs> the
1: fact that, like, the first person she goes to talk to is like an old Latino lady that talks to her about el coco, and it, like, Ooh, accurately coco. describes exactly what the monster is doing and why it does it and connects it to her like an old historical legend.
0: Right, right.
1: Because then it was like, oh, well, this isn't a mystery anymore. We know what it is. We just have to wait for the characters to catch up.
0: Yeah, yeah. but. And
1: that- the The interesting part it was, is going to be, which has sort of been hinted at, is that the main characters have to come to terms with the fact that what they're looking for is supernatural. Mm. And then they kind of all team up and almost do like a... yeah, We all walk into the woods with shotguns and hunt it.
0: Which is a very Stephen King way to do things, yeah.
1: Yeah, but... I don't know. The fact that it was completely, basically explained in episode three by, um, completely explained in, in episode three by a person that wasn't super related to the case at all,
0: mm. and then and you had forced, to, it. and then you're forced to watch the char- the rest of the characters, uh, just come to terms with that in their own different ways before doing anything about it.
1: Yeah, or just trying to confirm that suspicion. It seems like the yeah. only reason that this character has been brought into, um, brought in to do the investigation is because the plot requires her to do it. Because if the main character, who himself is an investigator for the police, who's been put on like um, mental health leave, mm. so he's not got anything to do with his time other than. Read documents relating to this case at home and call her for updates mm. is not doing it because he's too wrapped up in what is not possible that he could never accept any of what they're discussing while she's going around mm. and is, so it, it f- feels like yeah. the the plot is literally only moving not because it's justified to be moving but because the character who's doing the investigating that they sort of added in to do the investigating is willing to believe in supernatural shit mm. uh, if they which... actually used the guy who sort of feels like the main character to do the investigating then the investigation wouldn't work because he doesn't believe in the supernatural and what we should be getting as an audience i think is in granted i don't know how the story's written it may be completely different and better or worse but I feel like we should be getting an experience of that main character having to come to terms with. And this could have been the pair of them on the road together. It could also have just been the two of them amalgamated into one character or it could have been the, the. I mean, she's in like an ultra okay. detail-oriented yeah. Asperger's.
0: I get it. You're so Jason Bateman's agent. Comes you think he could have got more screen time. But they had to diversify the cast. And you're not about that. You're old Hollywood.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's all come back to me being racist. No.
0: (laughs) Um, no, The mental health game. It would have been
1: better if she didn't believe in ghosts. Right. Because she's super willing to believe in supernatural shit because she grew up. um,
0: With a different Stephen King story.
1: She, yeah, she grew up, like, mm. being put through all kinds of weird mental torture because she had the shinning? a very sp- strange and specific brain.
0: Right, okay.
1: But, I mean, I'd have thought that so does the, just...
0: Do the wider characters around both of these two then look on them? Is there a lot of scrutiny placed on them across the episode because they've both got mental issues?
1: Um. Most like the on scrutiny it. comes towards her from him when she just like says, "I think I know what's happening," and you just got to take it on faith and do what I say. And he's like, "No, I don't believe in things that are that are magical." Yeah, like it, it just it sounds, be, it sounds more
0: like the first season of X Files.
1: It it does a bit, but they should be there together. So you at least have either the point counterpoint of the two of them disagreeing, and you can watch that sort of test their relationship or whatever. Yeah, or you could have done away with one of them entirely and still had a excessive.
0: Um, yeah. It seems like the point to, to have two characters then for that sort of setting and that sort of mystery would be to eventually get to the point where they're both proven wrong to some point, but both if proven it's right. It's heading you know? to
1: a point that it's, that, that proves, but like, I mean, even down to the fact that the thing that you've seen, the weird, like there's just like, what seems like every time somebody gets killed or there's a horrific event, there's just this weird guy in a hoodie in the background with a wonky face.
0: You stole my story. And, is it that and guy?
1: And then th- pretty much, yes, yeah, John <laughs> <laughs> Um, And then they've, ex- they've explicitly pointed it out in other scenes and like said, this is whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Ben Mendelssohn doesn't believe it yet. Right. But, I mean his wife just like sees it during something that isn't a dream but it has sufficient like mind powers that to her it feels like a dream. Um but currently the only thing holding anyone back from solving this the mystery accurately is just all the main characters coming to terms with um supernatural shit being real right and none of them have had the chance to have that like belief slowly eroded on the road as a means of character development Mm. which would have been good to watch
0: or in the very least and it
1: would have felt impactful in you as a as a viewer because the the show sets itself up to be a real world place where this is just a regular crime but there's just shit that doesn't add up, but we're still taking everything at face value like we would in the real world. Yeah, yeah. And it needed to slowly erode that, but rather than eroding it, it basically pulled all the people you knew and had were like logical to that point and replaced them with a single person who always feels slightly on edge, is superstitious isn't as easily, like, you, you feel with her and you mm. feel for her, but you don't get to directly empathize with her one-to-one because she's portrayed as left of center. Or it's unstable or a just bit strange.
0: can't trust her own, in, like, you can't trust what she's seeing or believing because...
1: No, well, she's well, right. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. she's right in everything she does, but also that just makes it feel less earned as an investigation. Right, yeah. But um, she was open to all the supernatural shit, which you as a viewer already knew it was going down that road anyway. So you're already 100% in because you know for a fact that it's not possible any other way than supernatural. Mm. And so is she. So you just suddenly flip a switch from, let's see these people try and cope with this as a supernatural thing. Mm. And then within two episodes that honestly weren't particularly interesting to watch they've gone this guy that you've seen in the background of every killing is the monster he is this ancient legendary creature that does these things and operates with this behavior model hmm. um this is how he interacts with people that he's like fucking with hmm. he you know kills people for this reason here's a hard if description of what him, this he thing will is do this. Yeah. They're like, you've ne- you haven't got any meaningful interactions that make it feel justified, but they've laid all their cards out.
0: Well, that's what makes time. it weak. That's what makes other horror um, movies, usually, uh, especially weak in that regard, is because they, usually it comes during the third act, but sometimes not, where they do have these hard definitions of what this evil is, and that it's mm. an ancient evil, it's always been around, it's always been an accepted or documented thing, but of course, yeah. suddenly, these people have never heard of it. So it's new and like, underestimated. And you don't know what it is. And But it's explained to yeah, I mean, They, and then, I don't, they literally I, might as down? well have
1: just had Vincent D'Onofro dressed in a um, <laughs> yeah. fucking priest costume come on screen on a Skype call. Mm-hmm. And go, oh, it's called the this and it's from this mythology. And, the, the, and he mm-hmm. explains how to kill it. They literally might as well have done that.
0: Yeah. Because what what you were describing before sounded that sounds like Mothman prophecies. Yeah, Where it's it, one it's, person in a town being dr- not driven insane, but has all these things happen to them and around them that they're just like, "What's the deal?" To everyone else, and everyone else is like, "I don't know." Looks like it was just a it was just a bird, man. It's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, or a moose. Like-
0: I don't remember that movie at all. Um,
1: the acting is all pretty fucking top notch.
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh,
1: but yeah, it just i I think I expected better. Yeah, but I also can't tell whether maybe these are the like the two mid season episodes where they just meander for a bit to save budget for the later half.
0: Yeah, which I don't get why shows still do that. You don't need filler, just
1: maybe if your show ends up being know, four
0: episodes who cares put a four episode show out there and people will enjoy it if it if it has a beginning and mean, end
1: lengths of seasons are more about we need to ensure viewership for x amount of hours across x time period does it go so, in
0: streaming services
1: like now this is hbo uh
0: so they weekly drop so the episodes still
1: technically is tv based in some regions
0: yeah we've got ad time to fill we've got x number of weeks to fill out across for because apparently sweeps is still a thing whatever that is um or it's award Which season so we need to the
1: amount of nielsen boxes that most people don't have yet for some reason streaming metrics aren't like a public known thing
0: no and they should be because as soon as things went streaming and digital you can you can measure down to the second done you know based yeah. on ip address what people are watching. Well, why, would any,
1: why would any company release that that would show success or failure of their content?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It would destroy their own business model. Yeah. Um, I've been watching. Um, I do need to watch C because you've spoken highly of it, but in the yeah. in the Apple TV Plus. Um, Super Turbo Plus Plus Um, streaming service. The morning show. Um,
1: Ah, yes, morning show was great.
0: Yeah, it's, but at the same time, it's also um, I'm seven episodes through so far. Um, But at the same time, it's very like there are still points of it where I'm like, yeah, that's uh, it's hard to watch Steve Carell in any scene and not just think this is just older angry a michael scott (laughs) doing michael scott things like showing up into a into an office he just got fired from (laughs) um and um laugh crying at them because he loves them so much um and then being escorted out by security or like beating the shit out of his tv with a um with a fire poker it's like there's an actual episode there's an actual episode of the office where he um gets into a fight with his partner and a flat screen tv that Gets pulled out from the teeth from the wall, gets destroyed, yep. and uh, it's just weird to oh, really? see that. At ten years later, like, oh yeah, that was a thing. This is almost a meme. Um, <laughs> so I've just watched the finish the episode with the California fires.
1: So you're about just past the halfway point, right?
0: Yeah, I think. Well, is, it, is it ten episodes? Because I've watched six,
1: eight, or ten. Eight yeah. or ten, yeah. Um, I think it's ten actually. I remember thinking it finished today, and then finding another two. I could be wrong. It's got some I solid really performances. The, yeah. um, so first, I initially I had an issue with it was very heavy. Your cake and eat it too. Uh huh. Yeah. Like it's it's talking about issues that hold back women, yet it's got a Vaseline filter over the entire show.
0: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: But but so it it's not immune to some of the same shit that it's trying to critique, which with that what you will but what i really i never expected that to be the case but what really 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 succeeds in the show is how it sells um the evolution of the conflict and denial within jennifer aniston's character
0: yeah 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 like
1: because you more than anything i both completely empathized with her and also couldn't agree with her because rightly or wrongly she represents prior to probably 2015 2016 what she did and how she got to where she was represents all of the sacrifices a woman would have to do
0: in order to to be successful in that environment she would have to turn
1: a blind eye to all the negative shit men were doing to women because hey at least it's not me that's like dark as fuck but that's also kind of the only way you get anywhere mm. she doesn't get to have a really successful career and still have a family that works yeah something that a man could do my
0: power is only um is fragile right my position yeah. is ultimately fragile I'm, I'm in a place where i could make a difference but i'd be thrown or, or there's the notion or i've been conditioned to believe by the people around me that if i use this power for you know the good of other people around me i would be throwing that power away and doing it It, it, there's nothing between um saying nothing and doing nothing just being and um it being like a complete scorched earth approach like you couldn't just use your influence and your sway and your um, um your integrity and your clout to be able to get things done or at least yeah you feel like you she couldn't Yeah, she
1: she had to be the girl that goes with her co-workers, with her male co-workers to the strip club and high fives them.
0: It's it's a it's a yeah it's a more nuanced modern version of yeah like what you just described. The yeah, um,
1: and and she is so understandable in how much she struggles with the younger with Reese Witherspoon's character because she couldn't have done that.
0: She get, yeah, she's be, not being, being confronted by being somebody that she outspoken, disagrees with. Being you know. loud
1: woman who doesn't play by the rules has never been something that could end with success until like the last four or five years. Yeah,
0: so she's not, um, she's not confronted with somebody that she just genuinely hates and doesn't um, agree with uh, on principle. It's somebody that she can't relate to because she was never allowed to be that.
1: Yeah, and also she's angry because she had to sacrifice everything she stood for to get to where she was, and she did that accepting it and knowing it because, hey, that's the only way I get to have what I want. And I like how they. And then when the new guard comes through with and still get to keep their morals intact, all of a sudden, what she did, which five years ago was technically like a success and a great win for women all of a sudden is she's symptomatic of the old ways things were problematic and she's evil too. Mm. And she didn't do any of that because she wanted to do it. She did that because it was the only way for her to survive. But yeah, in a new regime, she's a monster by association and association isn't innocent anymore.
0: And I like like how it, it plays with making... Reese Witherspoon's character that one that can do whatever she wants even holding traditionally conservative values at her core or at least um, libertarian kind of views which is an affront to everything like Jennifer Aniston's character could never hold anything more than just what the network or um, wider morning glory kind of society could hold in terms of beliefs. Couldn't talk about abortion, uh, couldn't talk about cold, couldn't talk about um, specific issues that people take a side on. Yeah, she had to just dismiss any concept of having a political slant or just an idea or a belief in something that wasn't palatable to the entire, like an entire um, audience. They had to just be non-opinionated. Whereas this new yeah. person gets to come in and actually hold both left and right wing views. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and
1: she gets to maintain her identity and her individuality. Yeah. To just speak her mind whenever she wants to because we're in the modern age where all you really need to be is the most loud and opinionated in the right place at the right time and you you can suddenly skyrocket to a very powerful yeah. position. To,
0: yeah, and saying that they were like, performance is phenomenal, really good, well-framed kind of yeah. thing, but fuck some of the writing though oh like i could you could smell it a mile away some of the setups they're going for yes. it's like i know as soon as reese witherspoon is walking into a bar taking the night off for the first time since we've met her um oh yep. she says hello to the bartender yeah she's gonna fuck that bartender after getting quite emotional yep. or something what happens 40 minutes later oh she's got a call oh she's on a phone call with her dad guarantee she's gonna go back inside and fuck that bartender yeah there it is okay
1: yeah I mean, and I
0: cool that that shit happens. Like that's a yeah, but it's like it's been done to death.
1: Yeah, I mean the the beyond the complex portrayals of the power dynamics at play, everything else around the edges is is a little bit basic. Um,
0: Well, it's just like they they just thought not necessarily thought of the first thought. Like why are
1: they weirdly? cramming in a will they won't they with the new network exec guy in her
0: yeah well like when she went to the bar and did that thing like why did it have to be the bartender that she sparked up some sort of conversation with it just seemed like the easiest thing to do would be oh she'll have a conversation with the bartender rather than just somebody at the bar or somebody that she bumps into or it always just seems to be that sort of oh the bartender has to have a conversation with you so there's are in how do we build on that oh they'll offer them a drink oh they'll do a little bit of this they'll do a little bit of that and play it up whereas you don't get that with just another patron because then it'll just be like oh stop hitting on me i'm trying to have my own time right now i don't know i'm just trying to work my way into the thought process of how they decided to write certain scenes and like they could have just
1: yeah I... sometimes
0: you got all the pieces and you just like whatever you come up with the first time you go like you know what let's just shuffle all of these bits around all, still have all the same pieces and the same beats and the same blocks but just shuffle things around and see what happens and it might just Can be a little more interesting. Can you think of
1: anything else around that that needed the that the sex scene needed to be there to because it didn't really come back to haunt her in any way.
0: No. Um, I, I mean I, mean, it, I think it, she it, needed to have the the sex scene and get into drunk scene for that um network exec guy to meet her at the hotel and have all of that set up and um lead her well, into so being were able banging to banging
1: in a posture that is very difficult to do
0: but she, i mean she got off so that's all that matters
1: because <laughs> it, it was, that a, women... was that a weird female empowerment thing like uh, she came and then walked away As, yeah. i don't know I'm, I'm not that's not a belief of mine i'm just throwing shit out i and seeing what sticks
0: yeah um no there yeah uh, maybe it's just because we're looking at it with the lens of scrutiny because it's apple and apple are not genuine about anything they do (laughs) you know they do things to sell things um so
1: much of what happened especially jennifer aniston's various arcs every single little piece of it has value yeah but i mean I I guess it was to highlight that she, in the wrong situation, is extremely quick to just downward spiral.
0: Yeah, like the longer the show goes on, the more I realize how...
1: She had a bad day. She walked into that office drinks. She inadvertently, just by her dogged pursuit of the truth, sent them off against each other and ended up crushing multiple women. Then feels really bad, so goes and gets smashed. The bartender gets her illegal levels of drunk, and then has sex with her, which arguably
0: yeah, they could have gone different slants with that, couldn't it? Yeah.
1: but whatever. Um,
0: I did like how the piece that that particular episode was an episode of everyone getting respectively respectfully in each their own way. Uh, way too fucked up yeah um which i didn't see coming in terms of like oh the episode's going to end with or you know the next episode's going to start with them all being rallied to the same point um without any recovery time and so no one's going to be happy about it so
1: yeah i tell you um you won't have seen it yet but there's a sequence that involves steve corral super heavily and it's like back in time Oh yeah, and you really think it's going to go one way, and it's so much more crushing when it goes the other way.
0: In terms of um, predatory I mean, nature, I'll be and that's intentionally sort of. vague yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I liked the scene with him and Martin Short though.
1: Yeah, so that was fucking good. But you're but you're an actual rapist. Yeah,
0: you know what we should do? We should make a movie about it. Yeah painful uh
1: no let's yeah um
0: and i like that how even though he's playing the from the shadows puppeteer kind of i'm the i'm the network executive four steps ahead of everybody sort of game at the same time you can't quite tell if he's just genuinely having fun with it or
1: if there is say say that again sir
0: um the um, oh Billy the Billy Crudup character, like you're watching him the entire time and you realize, is he, is he ahead of the curve on this? Is he playing with everyone's... Is he manipulating events to lead to a particular outcome? Is it that transparent and that um, kind of... Um, uh, uh, like a typical archetypal of his character type to just design and, and manipulate events to... to Better end himself as, a, as a, an executive, or is he just because of how they've called him out on being weird or having, um, react like specific reactions to certain things in a particular way when interacting one on one with characters? It makes you think, is he just fucking with people for the sake of fucking with them?
1: He, um, I mean, obviously, not in a like sinister
0: I way, but is s- he just like seeing more
1: of it? But what he does is he one believes that the chaos will result in the best outcome for him. Hmm. But um, he, he's essentially waiting in the wings for the shit to hit the fan well enough, and he's sort of stoking the fire that the old guard will collapse under the strain of the chaos and the change. Right yeah but okay. he's he's basically waiting into the in the wings until he sees like a line through it that he can guarantee works for him
0: to be able to take his his boss's job. Yeah. Clean but up you the show. do
1: actually get to see him get skin in the game later on. Right, okay. So he's not like a one note. I just giggle and say something cheeky and then walk away smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 I mean, he is the most likable character.
0: Yeah, which day. is... That's what I mean. I was like, I don't... Like, he's... Because everyone else is so far up their own ass about anything <laughs> at any given time, because that's the type of personalities that are attracted to that sort of world. Um, it's weird to think that the, the money-hungry network... Or, you know, the power-hungry network executive is the yeah. m- most likable person in the room at any given time. Or at least he's the most charismatic. Yeah. Um,
1: and... um. Sort of as time goes on, it could uh, be
0: because everyone else around him is acting with emotion, like they're being driven um, purely from like emotional response. Whereas he's analytical, yeah, and he's the one character in that environment who is being analytical because everyone else yeah. it's just their lives to them. Um, the, yeah, that's right, they're he, protecting their job, I mean, he, they're, they're, he, thinking he about tomorrow
1: occasions, yeah that you know he doesn't actually need this he just does it because it entertains him
0: mm. but I, I like to think only X number of episodes deep that because of that likability factor I'm like I'm hoping that what he's trying to actually ultimately achieve is getting rid of the old guard for the right reasons not just because not for just for the sole purpose of it benefits him um oh no it's and just for him it's just for him yeah
1: like he I mean he you think about it, he's constantly stated that he's not. He doesn't ultimately have any positive reasons to do what he's doing. Mm. He's just looking to grab power.
0: Mm. And he's obviously, you know, in his 40s, so he's been through the old world as well. He um, would we have protected about
1: the right. Isn't his mum really rich and he just is doing this for fun?
0: I just meant old world as in, like, he understands the pre Me Too era. And he had had positions of authority, which still, not necessarily he was, you know, uh, doing it himself, but he was allowing uh, the money makers to do what they liked because they brought in the capital that he needed to do his job. Yeah. So he was still part of the problem.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's, I think, doesn't he sort of say something like, you know, obviously I'm not a piece of shit, but. I I not I'm not trying to change things for the benefit of women kind of thing.
0: Yeah, he's in it part of the reasons. Yeah, okay. Um, it's he's um, in it for
1: himself. Which
0: considering the context and just the amount of yeah, like you said in the in the early episodes, the amount of Vaseline, <laughs> um, or gloss yeah. or gloss or just um, intentional framing. It's it, at times it felt like a very much like you know when Oprah. Produces something. It's got this very Oprah heavy slant to it.
1: Where her teeth are somehow out of focus, no matter what.
0: Yeah. Or and the, just the world that's being crafted is very much from the school of thought of only this is okay. Yeah. It's it's polished in such a way that you don't um, you you can't not like it. It's it's there. It's it's polished. It's been done in a particular way. So. And it's been done by people who are doing this thing in a particular way. So you just have to like it. And if you don't yeah. like it, you're not a good person. Because we've defined what good person is. So it has a little bit of that from the... Just, It's a yeah. combination of and the star power. Honestly, and I
1: went into it so... Cynical? Ready to hate it.
0: Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. same.
1: I... I really went into the show being like i bet this is going to be that's
0: why i haven't watched c or um or is it mankind is that the other big apple show at the moment the one with them in space
1: yeah i haven't watched that yet
0: i i've got such a grain of salt towards anything apple tv apple tv plus apple is producing because (laughs) i just genuinely don't like them as a company (laughs) um
1: yeah fair enough
0: so, whereas Amazon, just as shitty as a, in terms of um, a company, in terms of how they operate and do things. But I'm happy, I, I don't feel that same sort of thing because Amazon filled a need that society needed at the time as a business. So, I've got this weird, they've grown too big, they're a monster now. But how yeah. they started was quite grassroots and quite...
1: Yeah, once upon a time, Amazon was cool, and now.
0: Yeah, and so them shifting and starting to put money back into TV and create things that people want to see. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. They're putting money towards good use. Whereas Apple, it just seems it's part of the giant propaganda machine that is Apple.
1: Yeah, what's. I mean, it all. To me, it all goes back to the whole. What Ricky Gervais was saying was like. Apple, don't fucking preach to us. You're the cunts with sweatshops. But
0: in that same breath, he said that about, yeah, the likes of Amazon as well. Um, But with with Apple, it really sticks. I don't know why.
1: Maybe at least because nothing has ever convinced us that Amazon's not evil.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And for all intents and purposes, at least Amazon are doing things differently.
1: I mean, Jeff Bezos has never pretended to not be kind of a corporate sociopath yeah yeah tim cook almost reeks of i'm work los angeles you mm-hmm. can't disagree with my company i don't know I, that's probably unfair i don't know yeah
0: uh, but again yeah and i you mean know, on top of that like amazon at least innovates or like they've got the perception they've in a world of automation and making things faster and and better and and futurist that kind of mentality they've got that they you know deliver packages by drones and they do um they have warehouses that are fully robotic and automated and that kind of thing just has the slant of like well at least they're doing something new they might be doing it in such a way that no one else can do what they do because they've cornered the market and that and in that way they become too big once you get towards their like
1: but once you get down to there, we keep um, employment and distribution centers in your own country. It's like, well, yeah, but you basically pay the lowest wage possible and you kind of kill people. Yeah. Um, I so I don't think the argument is that um, Amazon is a different kind of evil and therefore maybe okay, but.
0: It's, yeah, it's just a different culture personality, I guess, has a different association with it.
1: Well, yeah, to me, I mean, one of them's like a cold evil, the other ones, and we're we're telling you we're the good guys, and we're still doing evil.
0: Mm. Um, and Apple just has that. To me, Apple has that um, perception that they don't actually create things. They don't really design or innovate. They just they they market and they repurpose and they rebrand and they pull things that already exist. Well, yeah. They throw money at something to fix it. In terms of yeah, I need to buy sell other the best companies
1: and then release their stuff like they actually came up.
0: With. Yeah, yeah. So they throw money at a problem. Um, to, to
1: which again I'm probably Amazon does too, but I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, Is, yeah.
1: Have you have you heard that the EU has? Come down in court and said yeah, yeah, they are the, the going little... to try and stop Apple using the Lightning cable because oh, they waxed. have
0: done it. Yeah, they've said they can't do it anymore. Not in those. Not in Europe. Um, any so new, new that iteration, which
1: means that um, Apple will sue the European Union.
0: Well, they'll try to, but it won't work. <laughs> um, we... They've done it before. Like the EU has come down hard on different tech companies for similar things, like with the Microsoft bundling edge and internet explorer with their software um it didn't we obviously didn't really see an effect here because we're not the eu but um all that pre-installed and android got kicked for it too because um android android is a little bit different because they weren't willing to let other companies use the android software unless it came bundled with google um applications so they went That, that was what they got fucked over with the EU, for, like got uh, pulled in line for. Um, okay. I don't which is, that. it's a different world now because obviously everyone can make an Android phone or powered by Android, yeah. right? But there was a time where if it was powered by Android, it had to come with YouTube, it had to come with Google Maps, it had to come with Chrome. There weren't options. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's when you had that kind of period where. Uh, those lower tier earlier Galaxy phones, for example, Samsung had not only just bloatware built by Samsung, mm. but they, on top of that, they had bloatware built by Google. And so there was just so much crap in those phones, which I think was part of the reason why Apple was able to succeed, because they just stripped it all away. I'm like, you want an Apple phone? Have all this Apple stuff. Yeah. We're not forcing and anyone else to use our um, OS. We're actually not going to let anyone else use our OS. So if you want our OS, buy our hardware. And then we can choose. We've got the control from front to end of what's on this device. And people bought I, into it, it Samsung yeah.
1: still like cheap, tinny shit that feels like it falls apart after sort of six months?
0: Yeah, it does. It feels yeah. like it. Yeah, it, it's, it's plastic. It feels like plastic.
1: I feel like every time somebody shows me this and I'm not like I, I have an iPhone, but I'm not, I'm not a Apple fan or anything, mm. but it, it seems like everyone shows me a Samsung phone. I'm, I I assume it's like a banged up two gens or three gens old one. And then they're like, no, no, this is the latest model.
0: Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh,
1: but why does it look so tired and like old and outdated with its design? And
0: Yeah. It's weird. Eh? They, yeah. they age poorly. They really do. Um, Whereas I can look at an iPhone and be like, I can't tell you what generation that is, and not in a bad way. It's like it doesn't look like yeah. an old generation. It just looks like an iPhone. Cool. Um, I I know what a I know what a nicer one looks like compared to a not nice one when you put them side by side. But if you covered them both up, show me one at a time, I'd be like, I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah, it's an iPhone. Yeah, cool. Good for you. It, that's 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 it. Happy with that. And the only reason I've got a Samsung now is because I just, that was the only, it was either that or based on the plans that I had, it was either that um, spend more money on an iPhone, which I didn't really want to do uh, or get a, um, I think at the time there was very limited, um, like the um, Huawei P30 or something. I wasn't interested in it. Um, I'd happily take on a Pixel. If
1: yeah, I, if I there were pixels on
0: contract I did have a pixel back in the day when they there was a very short period of time where they had them on contract. So I'm like, cool, I'll take that, thank you. And then uh I don't know, they pulled out of the market of partnering with telcos in this country. So two degrees right. didn't offer them on Suite, uh, Spark doesn't offer them, Vodafone doesn't, but you can still buy them. You can just go into a PB technology uh mighty ape, that kind of thing. Uh, and just find the latest Pixel and the older generations as well. They are available. It's just you have to pay cash for them. Mm. Which, yeah. Uh, if I was going to jump to that. the next phone, I'll, like, I think the next Pixel Pixel 5 comes out at the end of this year, so by that stage, I'll probably need a replacement phone and I'll probably just pay for them.
1: Fair enough. I I'm, I mean, I, I never buy phones outright. I always buy yeah. them on plan. But um, I don't know. When you really get down to how much they cost, it, it t- kind of tends to be one of those who has that much Exactly. Money just lying to piss around by, to right. just dump on a fucking cellphone. Yeah,
0: and I mean, I'm just inclined but, to go with Google because of all the other shit that it's just applications, really. It's like that's got all yeah. of my all of my um, data essentially. It's got all the things that make my life easy, all in one place. Yeah, or across and multiple places. once upon a time,
1: you could get like, yeah, I. I want like an Android phone that just has
0: Apple's oh no Apple stuff. <laughs> um just, just, just has Google. yeah,
1: just has core Android apps, which yep. that was why I like the Nexus phones back in the day. Yeah, though. yeah. The I Nexus
0: is I think the before the Pixel I had the I had one of the Nexus. I think I had the same Nexus as you for a while, actually. Yeah.
1: That's right, yeah, we did. Um, and then because I, I bought that one because I'd seen it from you and I liked it. Because mm. um, you could just away, strip
0: right? away... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could just strip away all of the... There was no bloatware. You just... And yeah. With the Samsung shit, you, there's so much... There's a button. There's a fucking hard button on this that you cannot disable. And all it does is start up um, their version of the Google Assistant called Bixby, which is just trash. It's like it uh. forces you to sign into a Samsung account. It forces you to integrate data with Samsung... Um, and not actually tap into the search engines and the um, actual Android suite of, of anything to be your assistant and do things for you using voice commands and, and all that kind of shit. So I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that then. I won't bother. Yeah. But you can't disable the button. I push it accidentally multiple times a day and it kickstarts a terms and conditions page that pops up and says, before you start using, you'll have to select an option and sign in. It's a hard There's button. There's no disable. It's fucked. Um, exactly. And it, that came like that only came with the last couple of,
1: oh, of major
0: Samsung updates, where the phone updated and then you could no longer disable it. It was just always on. You fucking cunt. So you just turn off all the permissions and just let it die a slow death. Hope for the best.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, like, was was the term bootloaded into a like a.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm at the point now where this—I've dropped the phone at this point where it's—it's it's making the screen all flickery and gross. So I might just bootload it and put some put some different firmware on it and play with it and uh, do something interesting and just see what the fuck happens. Who knows?
1: Yeah, I remember that um, that Huawei phone. I had the issue of um, there was like an Android update. That fucked up the phone's ability to go from like the regular mouthpiece to the you're speaking on speakerphone mouthpiece. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like setting. And the only way it could be fixed was if Huawei bothered to patch it, and they just never did. So I had a perfectly fine phone that just had a software issue where if you spoke into the phone, it sounded like you were miles away
0: yeah 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 i remember that and
1: there was nothing to do uh, to fix it
0: even though it was literally just a software patch like it's something they applied to it that could have been unapplied and they just decided "No, we'd rather force you to buy a new phone
1: Yeah, yeah no this is a um this isn't like a phone that's still in active development so go fuck yourself yeah
0: yeah yeah there's no benefit to us to sustain this um, even though it would also have cost maybe like Google an hour worth of dev like time a, to do it.
1: Yeah. Also, thanks Google for doing a mandatory update that basically ruins certain devices. And not, I don't know.
0: Oh, just great. um. And you basically get like it the throttles them essentially, right?
1: Yeah, but I mean that basically ruined that phone, and you as a owner don't have any recourse because you agree to it when you updated.
0: Mm. It's your problem. You bought the phone, but at the same time, it's not your phone. You don't own it. We could take it back at any time and make it a brick and there's nothing you can do about it. Which that's the sort of shit you'd expect the EU to call out and control when it comes to technology. It's like you bought a device, you own it. Like you own that iteration of that software. That's what you purchased with it. Um, By deploying or offering optional updates on top of that, um, if they're committing something like that to a device that you paid for, um, you then own, like, they as soon as it's downloaded and deployed to your device, they can't touch it until they ask again. Like, there, there shouldn't be any sort of, I mean, they bundle it with, like, security patches and all this other shit to say, well, like, I mean, you you kind of have to, because if you don't, you're vulnerable. All your data's out there. You know, the data that we sell? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it could get stolen. <laughs> you don't want that happening. Um,
1: yeah, and also they don't hold any. There is no legal responsibility for them to tell you what they're storing or whether they store it securely, um, and you have no right to find out what they.
0: No, yeah, but in the same breath, I'll say that privacy. You know that information, that data, it's your data. Why? Because if we say it's our data, then we're liable for it being our data. <laughs> if we say it's your data, well, then, fuck, it's your fault for trusting us with it.
1: It's yours. We own it. <laughs> yeah. But it's yours and the burden of responsibility is on you. But yeah. we own it.
0: Yeah. It's it's the equivalent of saying, you know, this... Um, yeah that's your car you can park it in this car park no problem you can pay us for that privilege if it gets stolen by someone who works here or somebody who let them in Uh, if somebody here didn't close the gate on this thing
1: like i always see that at um it's the new world car parks always say like new world holds no responsibility for damage damage to your car in this parking lot i'm i feel like that is not a legally defensible position
0: no, like if they caused, um, yeah, I don't know. I suppose with free parking, it's a different issue. It's like you, 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 wear the risk if you want to park it, is here. Is it
1: free parking?
0: Uh, within a certain, if you shop there, it is. Yeah.
1: No, but but what I mean is by being free for you to use, if you shop there, yeah. can you argue that's part of a transaction?
0: Yeah, it depends. If yeah, I don't know. But then you get into the territory of like, well, it's their property. They can do what they like. Um, they're allowing you to park there on their property, on their terms. So if something happens to your car on that property, you chose to be there. So the risk is no, yours. I don't think yeah, New don't... Zealand
1: law is as American as that.
0: I think it is. I feel like
1: New Zealand law is... because No, because if somebody falls out of a tree on, on your property... Mm. ACC can make you pay for their injury.
0: No, 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 no. ACC covers it. No fault. There's, there's. I'm,
1: uh, no, I am, no. extremely confident that there is something to do with liability if somebody else gets hurt on your property.
0: Not when it comes to, um, not when it comes to uh, cost of medical treatment. When it comes to your recovery and um, the medical costs associated with your with your recovery, no, they can't touch you. That's what ACC is designed to do. But if it, if there's damage to your property, yeah. on somebody else's property, then yeah, you can take somebody to small claims court or to court or sue them or get insurance to attack insurance. Um, yeah, that's a that's an open field. You can protect property. Um so or property hurt feelings, stolen materials, um intellectual property damages. Did you something. say
1: if somebody damages your property on their property?
0: Say say you crash your car th- into somebody else's car, for example, and yeah. you um got hurt as a result, the the medical costs of you being treated for those injuries, they can't um they can't sue you for. They can't take legal action against you to to claim the costs of medical treatment. Um, but they can uh, take you to court over the costs of the damage to the property, which in this case would be the car. Um, things that you might be wearing that were also damaged, you know, that's personal property as well. Um, but if there was a, and on top of that, if there was a criminal action as a result, of say you were drunk, then if the courts, if the police charged you, so the Ministry of Justice charged you, um, and found you guilty of a crime as well, then you'd be forced to potentially pay, based on what the court decides, uh, reparations to the victims. Because in that case, you've committed a crime. Crimes have victims, so therefore, um, victims can potentially be compensated for being a victim of a crime. That's the way it kind of works here. But the medical costs of uh, there's there's health insurance, there's health and safety liability that comes into it with like a. Um, Say you uh, broke something because you slipped over in a store because that store had a shitty thing that just was clearly a hazard and they did nothing about it. Um, They're not going to be pulled, like raked over the coals from a legal point of view because they caused an injury to you and therefore ACC has to pay for it. That's an insurance. ACC is acting. Behaves like an insurance in that regard which right? That's fine, that'll be just taken care of You've already paid, everyone respectively In New Zealand has already paid for cover When it comes to that, yeah. so that's just going to take care of What you are going to be pulled up on Is the fact that you have this hazard here Which is a crime, like you can't do that It's legislative You're not allowed to do like operate a business And have something like this here Which could kill somebody So you're going to be taken to court and fined for it and Those fines sure. could go back To the person who was victimised So, yeah, it's it's tricky, but that's the the one caveat of that is um, medical costs. Yeah. Get get special uh, no-fault cover protection.
1: (laughs) We can always count on Jesse to know... um,
0: Government legislation. New
1: Zealand government policy.
0: Yeah.
1: What tends to... um,
0: Socialist schemes. Yeah.
1: Socialist... um, Was it socialist healthcare?
0: Yeah. Um mostly subsidized healthcare. It's free if you're willing what to do they, wait. What do they
1: call it in the state? Single payer.
0: Well yeah. Well that's the thing. We're we're getting into territory with healthcare that it's like it's not even just um you know, it's free as long as you're willing to wait for it. That works to a yeah. certain degree, but there are times now that it's becoming increasingly common because of the pressures that the health systems under that. Um, if the health system then just points back at you and says, um, yeah, you could be. You may be willing to wait um, six months for this, but we've just—we're telling you now. Um, we're not going to bother. So you don't make. You don't even get to be on a waiting list. Fuck off. Even though your doctor might have said, "Oh, I think this needs to be looked at by the public health system," the public health system yeah. can say, "Sorry, there's more people on the list for this thing." So no, just no, go away. Go find yeah, another was, way forward, to... which is ridiculous. It's like that's not the point of what what we are supposed to have as a no, health scheme. No,
1: everyone gets what they need. It just needs to be appropriately triaged.
0: Yeah, and if it can't be triaged, then it's like, well, no, that's what I'm getting at. Is that they just say fuck off and wait till this becomes something that can't be treated anymore, <laughs> yeah. or um, you can't take care of it. You're which basically is dying. Which... Kind
1: of the argument all those countries that say it doesn't work say. Like, that's what the state sees. Well, It always just ends up being a burden on the economy and the lists get too long and you get denied shit. Yeah. But, I don't know, like, you know, my... my. Well, that's
0: because the, it's those parties that uh, or you know, those... Uh, I went
1: um, private with my nose. Yeah, and I've done countries. it
0: too. And, like, it just makes sense because, A, you take a burden <laughs> off the already overburdened health system because you can afford it. But sometimes yes. you just can't. Um
1: that's, that's also the part that outsiders don't seem to recognize is if you can afford private health care, you shouldn't really use ACC unless you have to.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you're already paying for you it. You should. Yeah.
1: Yes, you're already paying for it. But still, if, if you really want to do your part as a good New Zealander and you can afford private health care, fucking go for it and let people that can't yeah. afford private health care Use the public shit because the lines are already long enough. It's already a bit, of, uh, a bit too long winded, and the lines are too long. It's
0: not a hard thing to get behind if you just remove this, the concept of it being about healthcare because people do that for everything. You want to go, you you want to be in the faster lane or pay the toll. It's not hard. Like if yeah. you want to take a shortcut, you know you can pay your way. You want to ad free? Exactly. Subscribe it's um it's not a hard it's, that's that's ex- that's what the economy is built on in most regards it's like if you want the free version that's fine it's just going to yeah, there's limitations to it
1: yeah because and, the and free that's... option
0: is free so you have to pay for it in different ways but if you've got the money up front to take the shortcut no one's going to fault you for it if you want to spend that money and get something done tomorrow you usually, like it's the difference between overnight courier and standard post <laughs> it's not yeah. like you get it eventually but yeah, that's what I hate I've about that. It's it like, the... Imagine being told yeah. you're trying to post something from A to B and said, oh, sorry, the standard service. There's just too many letters. Fuck off. go yeah, find a different no. way. To go, go, um, drive it across the country yourself. Because um, this, what is meant to be a socialist thing that you pay for out of your tax dollars, and is the yeah. service. There's mm-hmm. no other way except completely opting out of us and driving it yourself. Um, yeah, you know, no, sorry, we've decided our own. Um, ridiculous uh, board of trustees um for this particular region who have their own priorities of their own health um strategies and their own prioritizations yeah, when d- it comes to d- different HBs demographics are a weird they get to decide who gets treated for what in their region based on so many different little bullshit caveats so oh, yeah and... the, you could be lucky to get um like health like uh like bowel cancer screenings in southland i think because it's just not a priority there compared to the other regions like you have a better chance of have of surviving um bowel cancer in auckland than you do another part of the country purely based on how they decide to fund themselves based on the money we have dished out to them and said we trust you to decide how to spend this yeah even though you Not even though you have elections to elect you to the board to decide how this money gets spent, which is in itself is just completely fucked because most of those people only get elected based on a couple of thousand votes each because no one gives a shit about local body elections.
1: No, and they're done in such an
0: archaic paper based way,
1: it's
0: done in such an archaic paper based way and collated with all these other different types of local body elections. Um, I had to spend I made the point of trying to vote in the Wellington regional elections um, just to be like, you know, did my part. Played the democratic game. But fucking hell, it was tedious. Yet to go through and read everyone's profile, what they were standing for in a paper document. Um, yeah. Flesh out what, what it was that they were trying to articulate and stand for um, and what roles they were going for, essentially. And one by one, the only way to um, systematically decide okay, I've got X number of votes of this, I've got seven votes here, but I've only got five votes for this group, I've got three here, but I've got two here. Some of these are first past the post, some of them aren't. Okay, cool. So, I've got to make first of all, I've got to go through all of these people who aren't in any real order um, except maybe alphabetical, but they're all standing for different things. So, you've got to one by one go, okay, I've done, I've crossed out four people on the first four pages who uh, are across six different. Um, votes that i'm working across for different roles so i've got five left in this category two left in this one one left here i've got three left here and so you get to the end of the document you've got to go back through and be like okay this is my first this is my second this is my third it was complete bullshit to the point where i'm like okay i just started skimming some of them like okay you like this hate this cool i hate you you're off I, you like this i hate this you well okay cool you don't get any real time to understand who they are what they've done in the past. Um, and what they're actually capable of doing, yeah. Um, and
1: it, I mean, is it, it is it one of those things where you like? I suspect this is extremely difficult on purpose.
0: Yes, absolutely. Like, I made the point of just seeing how easy I could make it for myself, but it took a lot of work to get to that point. Um, and what? it was a li- obviously it's a blip in the water as well. I'm one person out of how many hundred thousand people in the region. Um, yeah, how many tens of thousands who are eligible to vote in this region, and then nobody who who's putting that level of effort in to come to the same or similar kinds of conclusions? Hundreds of people, if anything, at best. Yeah. Uh, and they won't well, digitize. I mean, people yeah, that and have they won't body
1: enough to do that type of shit of those like weird retired types that are the same ones that um email in their broadcasting standards and
0: practices (laughs) exactly and i mean don't don't tell me there's no way to digitize and secure people's uh, private information their voting records and all that kind of bullshit to protect them from being scrutinized by if that data leaks and people see that you might have uh, voted for a party that doesn't align with the business that you work for or the groups that you're um uh, the demographics that you exist in so there's social scrutiny all all that kind of shit is what they fearmonger you with to say oh no it's too hard to put it all online and let people click their way through democracy, it's like, oh no, fuck you. There is, you could do it the right way. We've managed to do it with. How can we have the most secure passports in the world? Um, by by global standards, if we can't, and a small, we've got a small population. We've got these very stringent, specific ways to have like a, what is it, real me. With the um, v- verified way to control people's data and protect people's data with official government records, um, and yeah, they just too which, hard basket because they don't really want people who can vote to vote. Really, is like, one of
1: those weird things where it's like, I I don't even think I care. I think that that, that type of registration's fine. Yeah, but um, like in a lot of countries, that type of attempting to um like get everyone on a database would be something people would freak out about
0: well yeah it is something to to and some I degree freak out whether about whether i
1: should be more uh, about it than i am
0: yeah i mean it just depends on what side of the things you lean on with regards to like um the census right as soon as somebody's got a catalog of who you are and what demographics you sit in, then you get into territory of as soon as the, the, the tide shifts or the winds change, if you just happen to be in a demographic that society at large has determined you don't deserve to live here or you don't deserve to live in some extreme cases around the world, um, then you've essentially given the bad guys the list of the people to put into a, um, into a camp and then systematically get rid of them, because you've identified... That was actually an issue um, when it came to the Holocaust, is that there was a Jewish register. All of the um, synagogues had to be registered, and you had to register at a synagogue, and it just seemed like a standard practice. People didn't think about it. It was just like, oh, yeah, of course I need to register at the synagogue. They need my details. They need my name. They need to know who I am. They need to know I'm Jewish, right? Um, And what did the Nazi party do as soon as they swept to power, though? Well, they collated all that information and used it to hunt people down. So that's where you get into, but I mean, in a society like New Zealand, you can, and with encryption as well, like you can get to. I mean, the, you like can protect our, data. our
1: worst case scenario is if I guess China successfully do usurp all our elections and whatnot, like everyone. Yeah. But I mean, plans you could trying to do, and...
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you could argue that because of the way we've chosen to um archaically approach the way we manage our own people in that regard with when it comes to voting and all of that we've we've given them everything they need to be able to infiltrate our um our existing uh government systems because it's such a paper-based um poorly managed uh money-driven sort of like you can just buy your Mm. way in um, we've made it too easy for them in different angles. It's like the angles that are already—if they want to spend the extra amount of money um, hacking into systems to be able to do things in a particular way, at least that way we so can I, trace it. So yeah, if they get I know that, for a yeah. fact
1: that the Serious Fraud Office is currently investigating somebody that's very prominent in national.
0: Yeah, um, for um, due
1: to this whole like Chinese money.
0: 100,000 dollars came from nowhere right yeah
1: system. you know like to, they're chopping the money up into micro donations to try and filter it up through like fake sort of people groups um, but the 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 suggestion is that the person who is going to be named eventually is quite important mm um interesting but, I mean,
0: an election year when
1: you um, did you know that there's a um like quite successful national member who was
0: a CCP quite high up
1: and yep. Yes. The Chinese secret police for like 15 years. Yeah, He
0: trained spies. That was, it was confirmed how, that he worked in a spy how school. How is
1: that legal?
0: Exactly. Like, no. I'm, yeah.
1: I don't, and because I'm, I feel like I need to be careful these days because I don't know about your part of the country, but Auckland especially is getting really, really racist towards Chinese at
0: the moment. Oh, really? Yeah. Like
1: there's always been like casual racism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: But it's getting. I'm nice.
1: going to send you a gross image.
0: Yum. Okay. Um. No, it's not that bad down here. I, beyond just I mean, offhanded jokes about coronavirus right now, but um. There you go. Oh, do I want it? Oh, it hasn't no. seen you. There you No. I haven't clicked on it yet, but no. Is it Joe Biden kissing somebody you <laughs> shouldn't? <laughs> yeah,
1: okay, cool. It's his granddaughter.
0: Oh, uh, what? Uh, oh, no. That's. <laughs>
1: that's not right. That's.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. Um, that's. That, oh, what's his name? Who had his daughter in the basement? Um, what to say, Frickin. Merkin? But it's not Merkin.
1: <laughs> Frick, Frickle,
0: Fritzel, yeah, Fritzel, Joseph, Joseph Fritzel. That's what that looks like. If you don't focus on who they are, like, is that a Fritzel and daughter image? Oh, uh, uh, oh, and this is granddaughter. That, that man is
1: insane.
0: Yeah, let's not get into that tonight. Um, nah. we're, we're, let's gonna wrap this up. Let's gonna wrap this up. Um. I got a boost, but this okay. is this has been a good episode of Wide Shot. I I feel like we've got momentum here. Let's uh, well, yeah, we'll we'll pick up this whole uh because we're coming up. It's election year, New Zealand, twenty twenty. We did an election oh, no. special do last. We have, some <laughs> we have been around as a shitty podcast for so long. This is our second election. Yeah, does
1: that mean this show's four years old?
0: Three. Like it's every three years. So I think we started an election uh, year.
1: shows how I'm, I'm an included American
0: <laughs> Um, But yeah, we might need to do a bit of a deep dive with some of this. Uh, there's some stuff happening in the New Zealand First Party when it comes to donations as well. Um, but I'm really interested yeah. to talk about the... Um, every time the Chinese MP for National is brought up with his ties to the CCP and... Um, his history of how he operates or has managed to get where he is in New Zealand. Um, the, the fastest comparison that gets brought up as a contrarian is um, the Labour MP or I think the Labour, the, Ch- the one Chinese Labour MP or the most prominent one, um, gets brought to the forefront and be like, Well, what about this guy? He's also born in China and does things that are Chinese. Um, And then they deep dive into actually the kind of lifestyle that he had, which was very poor, very rural, and very um, uh, pro-democracy. And to the point where his family were um, scared out of China for doing things um, they shouldn't have been doing. Um, So it's very interesting kind of comparing those. It'd be cool to like explore those. I
1: don't... I... It has nothing to do with him being Chinese, even if he was no, American. That's just the thing. If you work in one nation's intelligence apparatus, you should not be able to work for another country's government.
0: No, you, you're lucky to be able to go no, to other countries yeah. full stop.
1: Nothing is like. I, I can't imagine any sort of loyalty <coughs> oath that would be more live or die than a fucking country's espionage.
0: Yeah, I mean, end of the day, they'll have family still back in their home country that are being not held at ransom to beholding to the ideals of their motherland. But um, unless he, they've completely denounced their citizenship to that, ex- that other country in some way, if they've worked in intelligence, you can't trust them it's as simple as that. It's like, we don't know because so much of your lifestyle is actually a classified thing for whatever reason. It could be to protect lives. But if, if you can't actually transparently explain who you are, where you came from and what you actually represent, then yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to go to a different country, no matter what country it is and operate at that level of power and influence and potentially get to a position where you run the country. That's fucked.
1: Yeah. It's, bizarre that all allowed to happen.
0: Yeah. Anyway, but this has been wired. I kind of right?
1: assume this being New Zealand, that it was just a case of, oh, nobody paid attention to this. Well, that's...
0: Yeah, it's um, not a lazy Western complacency angle. It's just a chilled, she'll be right approach to New Zealand. It's like, oh, no, that's fine, yeah. guys. Don't worry about that. Or just also, somebody and points out corruption, like, oh, shit, that is bad, ah huh? Probably should stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, and
1: all, all it takes is a very nationalist government, which, ironically, if you got a nationalist government out in New Zealand, they would be Labour supporters because the anti-immigration party in New Zealand is actually the Workers Party, which, when you think about it, makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, they're not anti-multicultural, um, like they're not. If no, people want to immigrate, because yeah.
1: it decreases the. Um, the value of your existing working class yeah
0: exactly yeah
1: it's the only reason anyone should be anti immigration not because you fucking hate people from other
0: countries. no 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 uh, people ah. hate people hate the change that comes with people from other countries and but they can't quantify the difference between seeing somebody of a different race that they liken to a situation that just caused them to lose their job <laughs> or their people yeah. to lose footing in their own community then beyond actually looking at oh that's one of those people Fuck those people, because of what they stand for and what they've done, not because they are dirty or they're um it, yeah it's and that I think that's where but Racism gets to a weird level in New Zealand because it sits it mostly sits at that. It, not, it's not that like oh, um they're disgusting, they're less human, they're all of that. You know that pure angry, yeah, I've, I've angry heard racism. That described you described
1: know? as the difference between racism and bigotry.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so. There's a different breed in New Zealand of that sort of thinking, which people excu- get to excuse away their thoughts and feelings when it comes to that and still exist in that little bubble where they don't like people of a certain culture because of a certain thing. Um, because if you call them out on it, they're like, oh, but, but my... It's the took the t- my gerbs kind of mentality.
1: Yeah. Um, and and New just, no New Zealander weird. is a bad
0: New Zealander. We're all just trying to get along and trying to get on with it. We're not bad. It's yeah. just the way things have always been in my 40-kilometer town that I've never left. And how dare you, this person that I called on Radio New Zealand, tell me otherwise. We could be angry small-town New Zealanders for a living.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Or just pundits, yeah. Just...
1: <laughs> but no, we, we could also just be like, whingy fucking... Complain about the bloody Asians. Because that's... I mean, there is a weird amount of okay with being racist towards Asians. Of
0: course it is. is, It's comfortably racist, this country. I mean,
1: but it... it, I think we socially normalise it because it... One, they're a huge demographic in this country, but two, um, I think it at least partially stems from the fact that we all kind of... Have this subtle belief that we're being slowly eroded by China's foreign policy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a, a, a,
0: yeah, you get into territory where you can't try to defend yourself from um, globalization and and can't think with a nationalist scope because you get painted with the automatic oh well you just scaremongering you're xenophobic. You um, yeah, I having mean, the best interest.
1: Xenophobic of- is arguably a better description than racist because.
0: And that's usually what gets I don't thrown know around. Yeah.
1: People hate Asians so much as they fear the Chinese.
0: Yeah, or they they hate their way of life being corrupted by a different way of life because that's not their way of life. Yeah. Um, if that way of life just happened to be other white people imposing a different, I mean, you, you can split here. Yeah, I mean, with if, if we were getting different...
1: colonized by the Nordics, then I don't think anyone would really care. Yeah, because arguably their way of life seems to be more free
0: yeah it seems to be but at the same time if if for some reason part of that um nordic colonialization involved um some of our uh more neoliberal approaches to be demolished in some way then people would be like oh no but my um, regulations you can't do that you can't increase a new tax bracket or introduce a new tax bracket to pay for something that we don't believe in how dare you even though that's just a thing that just makes sense how, yeah. how do you have a levy that uh, um, reduces carbon emissions or something ridiculous? Windmills—they yeah, they cause cancer, all that kind of shit. Yeah.
1: That immediately, right now, affects my bottom line. I'm mm. against
0: that. I'm the just they just trying to make ends meet, back on the backs of um, of a lack of regulation to be able to do what I want in the first place. And the only reason I was successful the last thirty years is because no one had a minimum wage. How dare you introduce one and level the playing field a little bit. Fuck you. Never can't buy a fourth home. Yeah, this has been wired shut.
1: It has. Um, He's been your host, Jesse. I've been your host, Logan. Yeah, and
0: he's been your host, Logan, and I've been your host, Jesse. Um,
1: Um, I'm going to go and watch Uh, uh, Burden of uh, Dreams.
0: Burden of Dreams.
1: The documentary about the... um, Bearing in hertz so trying to make oh. the movie about taking the boat over the mountain
0: oh we 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 m- might one watch that
1: um You just got yourself places. a copy
0: you just got yourself a copy non copy i
1: went to my local video store and rented a copy oh you
0: went to blockbuster okay i need to go yep. to the local blockbuster um i'll just be- make sure to put my vpn and do it um yeah. Because Blockbuster hates Immigrants? I don't know no. um, yeah. yeah, this has been wide shut Find us in all the yes. usual places And uh, um, Yeah
1: Google Pete Holmes' face
0: <laughs> That Val Kilmer lesbian Pete Holmes <laughs> we, <Okay>. out.
1: <laughs> we out We out